Welcome to Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a place for those who long to belong and also to leave a nightlight on for you. Tonight's nightlight, as it has been for the last three nights, is Exodus 5, verse 22 and 23. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath done evil to this people. Neither hast thou delivered the people thy people at all. He's frustrated, he's frightened, he's upset. His world has turned topsy-turvy. He thought that he'd go in and deliverance would just flow forth unhinderedly from, from his work there, his mission. Sometimes we engage in our life mission and we find obstacles in the way. And obstacles aren't necessarily to be uh, something to be shocked about. Instead, we should expect them. And one of the things that we talked about why God allows it sometimes to get worse before it gets better is so that the bad areas and the things that made it bad in the first place are dealt with. God breaks, dives down, and cuts up the cancer that is causing the problem in our situation. A lot of times there are deeper issues that we've not really dealt with and we've allowed ourselves to get uh, to only deal superficially to put band-aids on things that really require some sort of spiritual surgery as it were and so painful circumstances cause us to dig deep it causes us to think deeply we also looked at how uh, God wants to bring deliverance and he wants the deliverance to come because he's strong not because Pharaoh's weak he wants us to understand that he's the one that brought deliverance it wasn't just a happy accident that God brought the deliverance when it comes it was something instead that, that he had planned and intended all along also it may get better it may get worse before it gets better so that the greatest good can be accomplished God can save much life as a result of maybe some suffering that you and I are going through right now might be to spare somebody later on down the road, might be to learn some lessons, to change some things so that others can have freedoms that maybe we didn't have, and also so that God's maximum glory can take place. We also see things getting worse before they get better so that we can see the exceeding evil of sin and the amazing grace of God. Whenever we go through a really hard time, it reminds us how sinful sin is and how much pain our sin brings on ourselves and other people and sometimes we experience this the consequences of other people's sinful actions even though we didn't do anything wrong we experience the consequences of their action and now let's finish this out tonight another reason that sometimes it gets worse before it gets better is in the journey to Christ likeness it's marked by while it is marked by the miraculous it's also characterized by suffering because God uses suffering to shape us into the image of his son. Have you ever seen a spoiled child throwing a hissy fit in a supermarket because it doesn't get exactly what he wants? So he wants that bag of Captain Crunch sugar cocoa puff bombs and mom says, no, you can't have it. And so he throws himself down on the floor kicking and screaming and hollering, having a little hissy fit. Well, we would be no more than that spoiled child if God gave us everything we want when we wanted it. If God gave us sort of an unhindered uh, road to to heaven where there were no hard times. In fact, God uh, allowed the children of Israel, even after their deliverance from Pharaoh, they're going to go through some tough times. There would be some seasons when they didn't have water for a while. There were seasons when they, they, they felt like they were abandoned. Uh, and those times cause us to grow deep. 
and it's something that we need. Another thing, a reason why it sometimes gets worse before it gets better, is because Satan is always trying to attack God's work and those who are obeying God's will. You're not only known by your friends, you're also known by who your enemies are. And if you're doing the right stuff, you're going you're gonna to attract Satan's attention. And he's going to put his crosshairs on you and he's going to try to take you out. Now don't let that discourage you. In fact, it should encourage you because you really don't want to be on Satan's side and the great getting up morning. You want to be on God's side. But that will entail that you and I are going to go through extended painful experiences here on the planet. God, uh, those that were trying to do God's will like Moses, God, uh, Satan wanted to kill them. Joshua, was they wanted to kill Joshua. They wanted to kill Jesus. They wanted to kill Paul. The early church was certainly assaulted and had many martyrs in it. So you and I shouldn't expect, uh, you know, just sort of this blissful walk on rose petals all the way to heaven. We're going to experience hard times by the targeted opposition of Satan. And then a final thing. The reason that sometimes it gets worse before it gets better in our life is because we need to know that we serve God for who He is, not just for what He does for us, not just for what He gives us. We don't want to be mercenary people. We want to be people who serve and love God because we serve and love God. And, and we don't just serve and love Him because of all the goodies He gives us or because of all, because of all the miracles that take place. Certainly those are wonderful things when they happen. But our primary reason for serving him should be that we love him and we love the sacrifice his son Jesus Christ gave for us on the cross. What an awesome God. So I want to encourage you, if you're going through an extended hard time, a painful uh, season in your life, I want to pray for you right now that God will deliver you from that. But also I want to pray that God will use it during before the deliverance comes, that God will use that hard time to shape you into the image of his son. Let's close our time together here in prayer. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this teaching that we found from Exodus about how Moses uh, came to you confused and perplexed. But God, you've got an answer for those situations. And as we look through these various things, we could so easily see ourselves in some of them, God, where we need to make some changes within our own spiritual experience that we might become the vibrant, dynamic, blood-bought, spirit-filled, soul-winning believers that are needed in these last days. God, we have been so weak and emaciated because we've been so spoiled, God. And we come to you asking that you would forgive us of that and help us to move forward. I do pray that you be with those that are in real pain, deep pain, anguishing pain. I pray that you'd deliver them from that, God. I pray that you'd move in some supernatural way to help them. If the pain is in a broken relationship, God, I'm asking to bring restoration. If the pain is in financial lack, I pray that you'd give them a job and provide resource for them. God, if the pain is in a mental anguish that they have, that they're really struggling and feeling depressed and anxious, give them a peace that passes understanding. Lord, if the I, I don't know where this particular pain point is, but I pray that they would look at it and see if there's a way they can shape them into the image of, of your son. But also I pray that you'd deliver them from it and allow them to move unhinderedly into the future. Give them your strength in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.